Welcome to CEO Money. I'm Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. I have Casey Heston, uh, Director of Recruiting at VIP with me right now. Casey, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. This is going to be a lot of fun. I hope people didn't catch that last little remark before we got started. That's okay. <laughs> That's all right. All right. Give our audience a background on you, what VIP does. And then I want to talk to you about your podcast. Okay, absolutely. So VIP um, is an executive search firm that focuses on accounting, finance, audit, and tax. And so we do direct hire. That's my role. I work on the direct hire team um, as the director of recruiting. And um, we also do contract and contract to hire. And then we have your long-term solutions projects that we do as well. When you say long-term solutions, what do you mean? Um, that would be like, for example, if you were doing a carve-out and you just needed, you didn't need people 100% of the time, but you needed somebody with that expertise to come in and handle that carve out. Or if you were doing a system implementation, we would put our people on site, our project managers, our teams, they would handle the whole thing for you. Okay. Now about your pro your podcast. What are you doing there? Tell me about it. Well, the podcast has been a long time coming. It's been a dream of mine. And I was able to sell that dream to VIP and convince them that this is the wave of the future and we're not here to sell anything on our podcast our true goal is to add value to our clients and our candidates so we do that in several different ways the first thing that we do is i've really tapped into my network of thought leaders you know i've got best-selling authors and you know just some really good people that i work with and have worked with in the past um, that come on the show and they share their insights about how to build better teams or how to make more sales. Or so, for example, my first guest was one of the top five salesmen in the world and best-selling author Jerry Acuff. Okay. And so he and his whole concept is relationship-based selling, right. which is really what VIP strives to do. We are a relationship company, not a transactional company. You are not a number to us. Yeah, the whole world is changing, so it's that's really more of a focus. It's not just what do you make what do you what's your service it's who are you and what do you do outside of the office so do you find that and how do you make me feel yeah when you engage with me you know i you know they people buy off feelings right. you know that's been said many many times before and if you don't make them feel good they're not going to buy from you exactly or they're not going to trust you with their career search that's a big move where are you going with the show what do you what do you hope to do how to, how to morph it because it's really your show you're going to you're going to mm -hmm. shape it mold it and mm -hmm. then bring in the kind of guests that, that give it the direction you want it to have tell me about that so the other thing that i'm doing with this show is we're also highlighting some of our clients mm -hmm. and doing company profiles um, and that's going to help them attract better talent so again not selling anything just trying to help the people that we serve the clients and the candidates we also bring on other recruiters and we just have chats and we talk about, you know, what we've seen in the marketplace that week, you know, why you should do this or should not do that. For example, why you shouldn't take a counter offer. You know, it's all about providing that value first. Mm -hmm. Now, if we get calls from it, that's great. But we want people to see that we know what we're doing, that we are relationship based and that we are here to help. Okay. 
Um, do you have any success stories that you want to bring to the table about either the show or VIP as in, in the interaction with both of these two entities? Well, the show's pretty new. Mm -hmm. So um, as far as success stories, um, I do have a success story actually, because I, um, you know, I'm a networking freak. I love to network. And because of my network, um, I was introduced personally to Tom Ziegler, who is Zig Ziegler's son, who is going to be coming on the show, I think in October. So oh. I think that's a pretty big success to get, you know, Tom Ziegler, you know, one of his dad was one of the great motivational people of all times. Yeah. To come on your show you know he's picked up his baton and he's running with it so so you're going to use your show as a way to help other other entities other companies mold their culture to be more productive and more cohesive with the entire group absolutely absolutely and that's kind of one of my things that i'm known for is building better teams mm -hmm. and so we're also using that platform to help you mr business owner build that better team retain that talent so many people right now are losing their good talent because it's not because they're doing it intentionally they just don't know what to do mm. and so that's our goal is to help teach you that so that you don't lose that good talent well give the audience some tidbits on building a better team i mean you're working with it so closely you've got some insights i, I do i actually do a segment on my personal website all the time called thoughtful thursdays and that's where i usually devote my attention to building a better team um one of the things that i would say is you need to encourage your team to innovate give them that safe space so they can continue to grow because if you try to put them in this little box and make them do just what you want them to do mm. they're going to get upset and they're going to leave and you also need to create that safe zone of communication um, we recently witnessed this happen with one of our clients where they thought everything was going great with this employee and then all of a sudden she quits and she tells them i'm miserable here and i wanted a promotion and they're like we thought you were happy. We had no idea you wanted a promotion and that you wanted growth. And that's because those conversations weren't taking place because she didn't feel safe enough to go have those conversations. How do you how do you move down that road so that because I've had a case in point on that very topic. Okay. How do you get management to create that safe zone of communication? That is a really good question. So what we um, had this particular client do is we had management number one get out of their office get out of their office. The majority of the company was in an open cube space, but the people that made the decisions were not. Number two, don't make decisions in the dark without everybody knowing what's going on because that gives people the opportunity to write their own scripts in their own head, right? Yeah. And it's usually not what's going on. Right. And there's really probably nothing going on bad, but if you don't tell people why you're making the decisions you're making and get their buy-in, they're gonna assume that it's something bad. So that creates a safe space. The other thing we had them do was they they didn't make people but they threw it out there kind of like a little safety line that come talk to us this is your opportunity we don't want this to happen again we don't want to lose good talent come tell us what your hopes and dreams are let's see if we can help you even if it's not here we will help you accomplish your dreams and your goals and that has totally changed the climate in that office sounds like you're becoming more of a mentor and a, and a parent than just the boss I, yeah, I guess you could say that. And I and I will tell you now that you say that, uh, my team calls me Mama Casey. So, <laughs> and and I do feel like that. I feel like they're my, not that they're young and I don't mean to belittle them, but they, I do feel like they're my little chicks. I feel very protective over them mm -hmm. and I want to help them be successful, so. Okay. Um, future plans for the podcast? Let's let's go down that road again because I know you'd mentioned that some, some of the things, but I want to hear 
Casey, now that we're opening up the line of communication between the two of us, where do you want to go? I mean, are you trying to keep to Zig Ziglar's or, or what kind of people do you want to attract to the show? I want to attract those type of people that will bring the most value to our community. So I want people, you know, like yourself that are doing podcasts, because I think podcasts are the wave of the future. There are people that need to hear this and hear the steps to do it, right? Because when you're doing it with a professional studio, I don't know about you, and I can't, I don't know how long you've been doing this one, but for me, it's still pretty fresh on my memory starting up, right? right? Yeah. And it was pretty emotional, even just choosing the music. So I want to bring thought leaders. I want to bring interesting people. For example, this is going to, this is, I, I'm really kind of wacky. I met a laughter coach the other day. Well, I've never heard of that. I know. And she goes into companies and she teaches laughter yoga as a form of a wellness program. I think that's amazing. You've never heard of it. Almost no. everybody I've talked to has never heard of this. And I think this is amazing and everybody needs it. So she goes up, enlightens the mood in yeah. the companies. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I could see that that working. And there's so many research uh, projects that have been done on why laughter is good for you. Mm -hmm. So I, I totally see the benefit of what she's doing, and I want to help her in every way I can. She's just moved here. She's a new entrepreneur, and she has this vision, and I totally bought into her vision. Tell me about doing good for the community, because you mentioned that, mm -hmm. where you want to take the show. What kind of things are you talking about? I mean, it's going to be business-related, but if there are times when we can, like with this young lady, this young entrepreneur, you know, bring her on, introduce her to these companies that are so stressed out, you know, I can totally see her going into, like, lawyers' offices, right? Mm -hmm. um, but introduce her to those. I feel like I am giving back to my community by doing that, by giving them this talent. I'm not charging for it. I met this person. I loved her. I want everybody to know her. Good. You're doing good for the community by doing that. I hope so. I'm trying. Thanks for being a guest. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. All right. You've been watching CEO Money with Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and subscribe to our YouTube channel.